Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Taz and the Moose, coast to coast, pillar to post, on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome, Taz and the Moose. Moose is off today. I am Taz. I'm uh, joined by uh, Andrew Bowman. We'll get to him in a second. Uh, we're coming to you live right now from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. If you want to call the show, it's a simple process. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial 855-212-4227. It's an 855 cbs we have James and Anthony across the proverbial glass. That's a must in radio. You have to say behind the glass. That's one of the radio cliches that all hosts have to do. I swore I'd never do it. And, and I, there I'm, it was. Yeah, that's it. It's, I'm tattooed. Uh, thanks, everybody, listening to the show across the, you know our great affiliates across this great United States. Maybe on the CBS Sports app. Maybe on the Radio.com app or Radio.com's website. Sirius XM Channel 206 is the home of, of uh, uh, CBS Sports Radio. Maybe you check out the show on Sirius, or you follow them on the show on uh, Twitter and Instagram, some updates here and there, which say I don't project a lot. I think uh, it's at, that's at Taz and Moose, by the way. Andrew, Andrew, as you know, uh, welcome to the show, by the way, sir. Thank uh, you, Taz. You're welcome. As our social media team is off today because it's Labor Day. So I think we Smart. Were, all seven of them are out but they have a t- an intern guy that's here, so maybe he'll get one or two tweets out at some point. I don't know. I'm not Probably sure. Not. I'm not optimistic about that happening. And if you know, he seems young and impressionable and overwhelmed. Right. Um, if there is a tweet, it'll probably be poorly worded and bad yeah. grammar errors. So I'm not excited. Right, about and then that. he'll get yelled at. That's what happens. Shut up. Well, he'd get yelled at no matter what. Yeah. Well, that's going to be, be lambasted, as we like to call it. Uh, so before we get into talk about some some big time college football games like Oklahoma. Uh, last night, and then Jalen Hurts doing this thing. Uh, what did you do this weekend? You did a little play-by-play, right? I did. Thank you for leading with Fordham and Central Connecticut State <laughs> on Saturday night <laughs> on yes. the Patriot League Network, uh, which was streamed free this weekend oh, on, you hold on Stadium. Whoa, 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 slow down. Let's slow down. You Please. said Fordham and who? Central Connecticut? Central okay. Connecticut okay. State, the Fordham Blue Rams. Devils. That's your the, alumni, by the way. That Fordham. is, yes. yes, which is why yes. they hire me. Uh, right. Those are the only people that hire me these days, ones that feel bad for me and give me some work. No, so it's all right. You do a good will. job. I've heard you do play-by-play. Well, You're very I appreciate good. that. We had a you know, for spring training broadcast, first one, had yeah. some work some kinks out. Who was and, your color commentator? Uh, another Fordham alum, a man, a young man named Rafael Aliyah. Next question. Okay. Younger than and me, smaller than me, which I always approve oh, of. Wait Normally, a well, I know. Smaller than you. Yeah, I know. Uh, not what was your, he, two feet tall? Not your typical <laughs> football analyst. Uh, really? but, and, and normally when I'm working, it's either with a tall former basketball player or a bigger, wider, taller former football yeah, player. Yeah. Usually, you know, certainly more athletic, more physically or dominating. Or multi-time former world champions that in the world well. of wrestling. But you and I yes. have not been on camera in a shirt and tie 
doing a stand-up. Well, because we don't have video here. Right. We're, we're not, we're not good enough. Despite the cameras smart, all yeah. over this room. Yeah, they don't want to give us I video. don't understand it. We suck, um, I guess. So, That's you know, know, normally on this, like, dwarf, I should almost be standing on top dwarf. of, like, a stack of newspapers or a little <laughs> footstool. But but Saturday, I was the bigger guy, which oh really, God. to me, is the headline of the whole thing. That's actually huge. And you guys yeah. did a couple on cameras? Just at the beginning of the game, and that was a disaster, so we leave it alone after They call that, that an established shot in the business, just so you know there the were TV a couple, business. Yeah, yes. yeah, some beauty shots. That's, that's established, and Andrew Bogus is a giant over this uh, <laughs> other man. Uh, so anyway, so who won the game? Uh, not Fordham. Okay. At the very dramatic game-winning field goal on the third try. Really? Yeah, we had uh, you know the old, did the icing the kicker work? Fordham had two timeouts left as CCU lined up for a 31-yard field goal. Called the timeout before the first snap. Dude kicked it, clanged it off the upright. No kidding. Oh, Second gosh. kick, timeout again, hit that one. Now we've got no more timeouts left. Mm. Third kick right down the middle, and the other team Tremendous. Yeah. So the Patriot League, real quick before we wrap this portion of the show up yeah. and get into talking a little Real bit football. of the Big 12. Yeah. Well, no, no, I, I'm not like, look, you know me. I like I like the smaller D1 football. I'll watch a D2 game yeah. or D3. I do. So the Patriot League, so who's the favorite? Is, is it Colgate? It's is it Colgate. Bucknell? Is it Army? Oh, it's uh, Colgate. It's Colgate. Colgate, and I almost want to say unanimous it was Colgate because they were historically good last year. Mm. They had like five shutouts. I mean, ridiculous defensive really? numbers last year. Brought back their quarterback uh, on offense this year. Lost to Villanova in mm. week zero okay, a week couple zero. Saturdays yes, ago. Yes. Um, but, yeah, they are the runaway favorites in the Patriots. And really probably the only team that's good enough to play outside the Patriots. Outside League. the Patriots. League. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've always been a fan of uh, – I haven't watched too close to the past year or so, but the Patriots League football is usually pretty good. You have some you know big programs in there. Yeah, so, and they give scholarships know. now. So, I mean, it's, yeah, you know, there's yeah. more legit talent. Within every, the every program gives scholarships? Uh, yeah, you know what? And, and Some of those schools Fordham, aren't fully funded. Like, right. like like Bucknell's not fully funded, unless they are now with football. And Fordham kind of forced the issue in that um, because Fordham wanted to give scholarships and wanted to have a higher quality kid in competition. Um, and there was a, a while where they like weren't allowed to win the Patriot League because they, Fordham gave scholarships first, and while the other everybody else caught up, mm. they like couldn't win anything. They couldn't officially represent the Patriot League and stuff like that. And now everybody's, I guess, on relative equal footing. Wow, look at this. Yeah, then I'm there you go. I'm completely distracted right now. I, yeah, by what you just put back down on the table. Oh, my coffee cup? Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. Uh, ladies and gentlemen that follow Taz and the Moose to show on a regular basis, you know that I, during Christmas time, gave out uh, hot and cold thermoses to the yeah. team here for Christmas as a gift. Because I'm a good person. You are better than the rest of us. Well, that's true. <laughs> so you can see something else. But anyway, uh, you, Andrew Bogus, are not using the thermos that was given to I'm you not. by me. And I and so. this was an actual decision by me this morning when wow. I went to the cabinet. I'd open it up and I was gonna bring. I said, you know what? I should today would be the day to bring. I can hear you scrambling. The Taz. You're no, right no, now. no. Yeah, I can hear it. Today would be the day to bring the Taz tumbler because Taz I'm gonna be tumbler. sitting next to him for the next three hours. Taz tumbler. The problem ah. is the Taz tumbler. I think A works better keeping things cold than, th- than keeping things warm. Right. It's also um, more voluminous than this one. Wow, what a blur. And when I put like my one small cup of coffee in it, it ends up being this like almost like uh, so tidal wave of coffee that's way down the bottom of this <laughs> and it's big clear. tumbler. And the cap is clear. And when I tilt the drink, it. it just comes rushing Come forward. Yeah, so this one is a little more manageable. I'm not going to burn my face. Wow, you really put a lot of thought into thermoses, but that's yeah. okay. I respect that. All right. So as uh, as uh, we talked about, well, we teased slightly, uh, Oklahoma 
uh, beat up on Houston last night, and they won the game 49-31. to So former Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts is now a member of the, the Oklahoma Sooners, won the starting job there, job there over, Mordecai, over Mordecai, and he is the starter, Jalen Hurts. He had, a, he had an excellent game. Okay, he was 20-23, 332 yards, okay? Thought he played excellent. Um, I thought they, they defensively, the Sooners, Andrew, looked much better. Big 12, as of the past several years, is known as kind of weaker defenses, unfortunately. And I felt like, and Oklahoma had that, had that uh, narrative on them big time last year. I felt like their defense looked so much better. They were flying around. They looked so much better last night. This season, the Sooners will have a better defense. I thought that the defense took the pressure off a little bit late, late in the game, in the fourth quarter, they, you know, because they gave them 14 points, and they started playing like the old Oklahoma defense. But defensively, I thought it looked better. And I got to tell you, Jalen Hurts, I was happy for the kid. I thought it looked really good. Well, I, I mean, I think that's, to me, the takeaway. I, you know, there was a stretch right before halftime where Houston scored 10 points, and they had a couple of big plays, and they looked fast, and they looked quick, and they were running through Oklahoma's defense. Uh, and even the guys on TV were showing the D.C. Grinch on the sideline and talking about the things they want to change I, you know, I, it's one game against a fair, you know, a right. good team in yeah, Houston. You're not talking about, they didn't beat up Georgia here or right. LSU. So, know? I mean, I, I don't think we know just yet. It certainly looks better. It has the potential to be better. Uh, I don't know that we have a full answer just yet. To me, I think the lead story remains Jalen Hurts getting a chance again to be the guy and walk it in there um, and kind of slowly unraveling and unleashing their attack throughout that game and looking super dangerous. I mean, that was it Rambo on that one catch and run where he just took it near midfield going right to left and then found a seam and ran through, like, three guys. I just can't comprehend speed like that. So, you know, to me, they're still going to be in a spot, Taz, where they have to outscore you to win, meaning they might be better defensively, but I still think you're going to put points on the board against them. So yeah. they're not going to win games 17-7 all of a sudden. No, no. But now they might be able to win, you know, 34-21 instead of 45-31. Right, right. So, yeah, I think they're better, but we don't know for sure just yet. No, and, and with all these games, this is, it's week one. So, it, it, you know, things need to evolve out. But I'm happy, personally, for Jalen Hurts. I know I, I talked a lot about him here on the show uh, for a while when everything went down with him in Alabama. I mean, he was a kid who had a lot of hype and did really well for them. Next thing you know, Tua comes at the fold, and the kid loses his starting spot. Tua goes down. He comes back does a great job for them. And when he transferred, when he left and went from uh, went from Alabama to Oklahoma, I personally was happy for him, and it's good to see that he's got his sea legs under him and he's playing well. Let's take a listen here to Jalen Hurts' first touchdown. Uh, let's take a listen to this right here. Go. Quick throw. Hurts out to the right side. Jeremiah Holmes got it. Sniffing the end zone to the 5 to the 1. He reaches. Did he get in? Touchdown. Three plays. 61 yards. And a 14-yard touchdown pass to Jeremiah Hall. And the Sooners strike just like that. All right, that was Toby Rowland, Learfield IMG College. So, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty epic. And then it just they kept on rolling right there and rolling. Let's take a listen here to the head coach of the Sooners uh, at, uh, on 05. Let's test the Lincoln Riley right here about the offense good as a whole. And I thought we protected pretty well. He got out of a couple, but for the most part, protected well. Uh, I thought Creed did a good job managing it up front. I, I thought we played pretty physical. You know, we had the one one penalty. You know, we, we we just blocked the guy out of bounds, similar to what happened, ironically, in the West Virginia game against us last year. And uh, so, but other than that, yeah, I, that's one of the hardest positions to evaluate until you see the tape. But we were pretty productive, so that normally means they they did a good job. Let's take a listen here again to the head coach of the Sooners, Lincoln Riles. He talks about his quarterback, Hurts, 
that he actually could even play better. He played good. Um, several things he can do better, uh, but I thought he handled the moment good. You know, you could you could tell out there that he had been in it, uh, certainly. So I'm sure he had some nerves, uh, but he, he, he did a good job managing them. thought he made good, sound decisions, managed the game well. Mm. You know, I got to tell you, I heard um, I heard Hurts after the game, Andrew. He was, the kid was like, what's her name from ESPN was interviewing Holly, Holly, Holly Rowe. Rowe. And the kid was like, he wasn't even happy. Like, he was like, I could I could have done better, I could play better. And she was literally trying to get the kid to smile. Look, you guys just won your opening game. It's a big moment here. Yeah, well, you keep calling him a kid. He just, he looks like a man to me. I mean, he's, you well, know, he's, he's a kid all... to me because I'm no, a man. I, no, okay? I know. I, of course. You look like a kid. So, Agreed. of course, to you, look, he looks but like But he you know, looks older than me. He's your contemporary. <laughs> yeah, I he wish. Looks like, you know, he looks older I than wish. me. <laughs> I mean, he does. He looks. He, How old he, is he? What is he? He's probably 23. All right. So right? Because he's, he's in his fifth year of college. And... Bro, he's a kid. If you are. In my world, if you're under 40, you're a kid. Okay, so I got a yeah. couple more months. All right, good. <laughs> I act like I'm 90. Like, hey, you snipper snapper. No, okay, I call him a kid. I call everybody a kid. You know no, what I mean? me too. And, and in college, they still do feel like kids. But some of them end up being, first of all, they're giants. And second yeah, of all, you know, true. they can end up being 23, 24. So they're no, you're not, right, you're right. you know, they've, they've got some, some, uh, legal adult responsibilities like yes. voting and renting cars and stuff like that and yeah, being able to drink. But Listen, you know, my son's 20. He's three years younger than this kid. Yeah. My son's a kid. Okay? Yeah. He's son's a kid. definitely a kid. He's a kid. Right, because he's, he's 20. But so, to me, if you're three years apart, I mean, what? All of a sudden, Jalen Hurts is a grown-ass man? Well, he just he carries himself like an adult. He does. He's mature. That's true. I he does it. You know, some guys have baby faces, which can, like, Kind of, you know, go against them he's trying a to mustache. be. Yeah, and he's he just he he you know he looks like a veteran. He looks like he could be in the NFL because he could be in the NFL. He's been in college seven years. Right, and, and, that la- and last night, <laughs> um, you know, and I thought Holly Rowe also interviewed Kyler Murray during the game on the sideline, and she was like, you know, you were in this in this spot last year, starting for the first time. You know, what kind of memories and feelings are coming back up at you? And he's like, well, it's a little bit different because you know Jalen had played for two years at Alabama, and you know, so this is just a different place for him. I hadn't played yet, so he's like, I was a little more nervous. Yeah, he played a little place called Alabama right. for a guy named Nick Saban. And I thought that was a good point. Like, you know, Jalen walks in there like like Nick Foles walks into Jacksonville. Right, right, he's got right. experience. He knows how to do this. He's not some coach. green rookie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's not going to be overwhelmed by the situation, and he's got to be their best player, and he knows how to use all their di- different weapons, and they've got weapons, and they've got a very obviously smart head coach calling the plays, and they're going to be dangerous. I mean, they sh- they should be the best team in the Big 12, and they should be in position to maybe again be left out by the selection committee. Right. I, I, well, the thing, and you're right. See, the thing that I'm saying though about Jalen Hurts, like, and I understand he's a little bit older, and he's been to the dance and played for the number one program in the country in Alabama and all that stuff, and everything about him was public, that he lost the starting job and all his jazz and, and everything, everything, his national championship stuff, he's done everything. But he did I felt like I felt bad for him, and then I felt like, in that interview, that it's almost like I don't want to say he. I know he didn't want to make it about himself, but he was being a little bit too. It was annoying. A little. It was like it really was like a little too humbling. Like, oh, I could have done better. And she's like, "Come on, smile, you guys won." He had like no sense of humor. He was like, "No, no, we we could have done better. We could have done better." He didn't put it on himself. He said, "We could have done better." What I think happened, bro. I think that that program, Oklahoma, you know, and Riley and Hurts, they wanted a pound Houston and they wanted to win the game 49 to 7 not 49 to 31 
And I think they were a little ticked off at the defense that the defense was able to come, uh, the defense loosened up and used to put 14 up in the fourth quarter. That's what I think happened. It was the only game, a national, national stage. I feel like that's why Oklahoma was a little upset and, and Jalen Hurts. That's what yeah. I, that, that part bothered me. I think their default is going to be humble, though, too. I mean, they're not going to walk out there and they're always going to talk about what they didn't do well. And that's part of being experienced and you're part of being an elite quarterback and a smart head coach is they're not going to oversell anything and they're going to always tell you what they didn't do well because coaches are also crazy and that's all they care about. You could, yeah. you could win 99 nothing, and course. they're going to want to know why you didn't get to 100. Yeah, and you know me, I'm all about people being humble. I believe in humility and, you know, I, mean, you, I know I've, you. I've heard you talk behind my back like that. So this guy's just, he's a very humble man and he loves them. People are humble. Okay, uh, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk a little bit about, did, I, did another Another cliche. You see Biting that? my tongue. On the other side of the break. Yeah. On the other side of the glass. On the other side of the break. You know what? You rolling need, right along. You need a cliche uh, intro for the phone number. Oh, yeah. Well, we used to call the hotline, but that's the late great music. No, no, that works. Like, that I works, yeah. work with a guy way back who used to go. Give me one. Give it won't cost you a dime, just some time. Oh, <laughs> Dial, blah, 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 blah. Consider that stolen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, if you want to talk about Auburn versus Oregon, it won't cost you a dime. Just give me some time. 855-212-4227. It's Taz and Andrew Bones. We'll be right back. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Post, pillar to post, it's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, well, Doing More is brought to you by Home Depot, the next generation of home improvement. With everything you need to do, Project Smarter, the Home Depot, more savings, more doing. Let's take a look at a player who is doing more for his team. Okay. Yeah, who are we, talk- who are we talking about? Justin Verlander, Taz. That's who we're talking about, right? Andrew Blank. Justin Verlander had no hit of Jones, Andrew. Well, I that. watched it. I know. Well, I the know. ninth inning at least. Oh, I see what's going on here. Oh, I see. James James threw me a curveball. It's not James's fault. It's Taz's fault. Now, so Verlander is Whoa. sixth pitcher in history Whoa. with at least three no-hitters. Dude, this guy had three no-hitters. It's unbelievable. Verlander's the man, though. He's got a ball spot in the back of his head, too, when he takes his hat off. First pitcher to throw multiple no-hitters. At the same time, on the road, on the road, he did this. I mean, just very impressive. Toronto, I think it was, right? Yeah. yeah. I, you want me to talk after you just accepted the blame for something? I did. I don't know. Did yell at James? That's I don't understand. I didn't yell at James. Don't if I ever yelled, let Pesekli or Bellotti or Moose hear that. No, I like James. I don't like those other guys. I mean, James is a good guy. No, because we were, James and I have worked together before, but I was it was a little disjointed. On my part, because I, we, we had some information somewhere <laughs> on a portal that we were trying to get it through the Dynaflow. You right. wouldn't know this, Andrew. No, this no, is, I just this over here in the easy chair. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, CBS Sports Radio toll-free line. That was seamless, by the way. 855-212-4227 is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Okay, so Darwin Zook, the Zookie, uh, you are here, sir, for your latest sports update. First, I want to say hello, sir. How are you? Good. How are you? You oh, took part bad. of my update with the Verlander stuff, but that's okay. Oh, I'll come up with new information. the producer for that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> James. Or me not reading the rundown properly. That's <laughs> no, it. no. It's, it's been a rough good. two minutes. It's been a rough <laughs> a minute and 40 seconds. But anyway, uh, it's fine now, James. We're good. No, but here's the thing, Zook. So, you know, here, Moose and I, we have this fantasy football league that we're getting ready to start. Mm-hmm. And actually, today, in a little while, probably in uh, about 30 minutes, uh, Andrew and I, yes, 
Andrew and I, we're going to pull names from the hat for the draft order. Nice. Okay? Your name, Darwin, is not in there, correct? Yeah. Nope. Got a text from uh, Mike wow. saying saying I was in. Then oh, a few hours on, later, I'm out. He wasn't here Friday. No, I, I wasn't. And I'm paying no attention. I don't listen when I'm here, so I didn't yeah. when I was home. Why? What happened? Yeah, I got up. a text saying, do you want to be in? I said, sure. And right. I didn't know I had immediately had to sign up and go racing to my computer oh, or my I phone. remember Taz yelling that you hadn't signed up yet. Yeah. Yeah. Make them see you I, and I Brad was, sign up. I got to be honest. Moose and I were here together. We did a great show as always on Friday. Mm. And then... What happens is we were going through the names, make sure everybody was registered. Registered. They showed me. <laughs> Sounds very serious. I know. It's like Passports. It's like you're registered yeah. for the draft. Yeah. You know, like, and your name was not on there. And you were the only name that wasn't registered for the draft, or fantasy draft, that is. And Moose was like, well, you know, ah, it's all right. You know, Moose was fine. Mark Malusa. You know, he's a big baby face. Everybody loves him. And me, <laughs> I was pissed. You I'm were like, pissed? Yeah, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, hey, I got this the Darwin text. Darwin has got yeah. the, the audacity to just drag his feet. And then somebody on the show said, well, he probably doesn't want to be in it. And I'm like, oh, really? He doesn't want to be in it? I absolutely would have loved to be in it. I don't believe you, okay? So you missed a great opportunity, Mr. Zuckerberg. Why is there Why is there a registration deadline? Why can't I just go right now and put my name in? I don't understand why it's so, this <laughs> is so serious. Question. This is Taz and the Moose. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. I mean, this is how this goes here. We, we take you ramble very... on for hours. Why can't I have oh, time to wow, go on wow, the wow. Rambling is the right word. This is not as that. We don't really do like a, this Fists is not up. CNN. I mean, we, you know, this is more of a. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> it's a loosey-goosey morning show. That's just how we are. It's like Z Morning Zoo, but different. Loosey, I like loosey. it. Yeah. So, so it's the, a new name. Loosey-goosey <laughs> with Taz. <laughs> No, the toughest dude. guy in the room just said Lucy Goose. Yeah, but you're out. Yes. Okay, you're out. Because you <laughs> had a chance to be in. You are out. Uh, who took his spot? I think Billy. You know Billy. Little baby Billy. Uh, oh, so, Billy. Yes, yeah, yeah. of course. I'm not good with people's <laughs> names around baby. here. Baby. Little baby Billy. He's little <laughs> so he went from 6'3 to whatever Darwin is, 2% body fat. Well, yeah, right. Little baby Billy. Tiny Billy. He's like a little baby and he's got a beard. You know, so he's like a little Billy has a beard? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah. He, he might be growing one right now. It's like he was all me grow a beard or I thought I got torn out of the league. You're out. So Zook, you had a great it was such a great moment for you to lift your brand and your star power. Instead, you had to have an ego and not register for the draft on time. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean You suck. You're too busy. So you I, yeah, yeah, I was probably working or sleeping and then yeah. I got the text, thought I was gonna be in it, and we then gave you two and days. then I was told no. Two days. Yeah, well it, but the but Mike should have said you have two days to sign. I didn't know there was a time limit. I didn't or even know when the draft fired. was. Yeah. Do you, do you want to be in it? Yes. Then I get a text. You're out. Like that, was, that was the it's, sequence. Okay. AB, but they were, ta- they were taunting me. It's so this is a show. tough room. It's so to show, dude. Yeah. It really is. And because, you know, and again, I, 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 I man up. I'm the guy who said he's out. And I like you. I'm probably the only guy on the show who likes you. I like Okay. <laughs> like like so. I'd have no sports so. career in broadcasting if it were that for Andrew Bogus. That's not crazy. That's not true. That doesn't mean like you. Trust me. But, I, I know guys I've wrestled for years, and they hate my guts. Okay? Really? Yeah. Well, that's because you hurt them. Well, no, it's because at times I was a douche. So, but that's just my, my makeup. <laughs> again, you, know, you so. don't say. Yeah, exactly. What were you saying, Andrew? I don't remember anymore. Right. <laughs> Something about so Lucy Goosey. He's know. out. He's out. He's out. You, 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 Zook, you're out. And it's a shame because I thought it would have been well done. With it really you is it. a shame. You know your sports. You know football. And you're a good guy. We could have had some trash talking on the uh, on the message board gimmick on, on the poll. Um, but, yeah, no, you're out. I mean, that's it went an executive decision. There's so. always next year. 
Well, maybe not in this <laughs> show. So maybe not. Maybe not in this show, but maybe for some other show. Okay. Right. Anyway, what's going on? We'll look forward yeah. to that. Twenty twenty TBD. There you go. <laughs> I can't wait till the fantasy draft next year. That'll be fun. <laughs> All right, you want you want an update? I would love an update. Okay, how about Jalen Hurts? You guys have been talking about him, I yeah, think. He yeah. got his Sooners career off to a uh, sensational start. The former Alabama QB, unstoppable, leading fourth-ranked Oklahoma to a 49-31 win over Houston. Hurts threw for three scores, ran for three more. I was in a situation or a position where I, I, I'm back where I'm supposed to be. Um, I can't sit here and say I ain't done it before because, you know, I ain't like I'm maybe a little rust. Um, I don't know. But being out there back with this team, um, with this group, it was very exciting, and I enjoyed it a lot. Hurts 332 yards passing. He ran for 176 more in the victory. Bad news for USC. Sophomore QB JT Daniels out for the year with a torn ACL and meniscus in his right knee. Injury occurring in the Trojans' victory over Fresno State on Saturday night. The baseball, as Taz was talking about, Justin Verlander seems to be getting better with age. He threw his first no-hitter back in 2007. He threw another in 2011 against the Blue Jays in Toronto. And now yesterday, he tossed his third career no-hitter once again in Toronto against the Blue Jays. He allowed just one base runner. It was a first-inning walk. Astros win a two-zip. Verlander needing 120 pitches, striking out 14. Such an incredible moment and something that you get to celebrate with your teammates, which other than a World Series and, and, and winning championships, uh, these team victories like, like this are uh, few and far between. So uh, I'm going to enjoy this one. Verlander now tied for third all-time with three no-hitters behind only Sandy Koufax and Nolan Ryan. Elsewhere, the Yankees for the second straight day walked off on the Athletics 5-4 thanks to back-to-back ninth-inning homers. Brett Gardner and then pinch hitter Mike Ford for the first pinch hitter in Yankees history to deliver a walk-off home run. Dodgers, like the Yankees, keep finding ways to win in the late innings. Cody Bellinger tied the game in the ninth with a homer, and pinch hitter Jock Peterson winning it in the 11th with a home run of his own. L.A. defeats the D-backs 4-3 and 11. Finally, tennis, U.S. Open. The man who's won four of the last five Grand Slam titles won't have a shot at another one. Novak Djokovic unable to complete his match with Stan Wawrinka. Novak battling severe left shoulder pain, forced to withdraw while trailing two sets to none. Roger Federer advances in straight sets. And on the women's side, Serena Williams moving on to the quarterfinals. Back to you guys. All right, Zook, we appreciate it. We got we'll it. talk to you in a little bit, all right? Uh, let's hit the phone lines. We're talking a lot of college football here in the first segment. And just talk, go down to Louisiana. Great state of Louisiana. Talk to Tony. Tony, you're on with Taz and Andrew. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, fellas. What's going on, buddy? What's Good morning, up, Tony. Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing, man? Man, I, I, I just uh, calling to, to, to get you guys' perspective. I, I wait every year. Know we have talent down in uh, Louisiana, LSU. Ooh, yeah. Um, I, I think that, you know, Ogeron, I was skeptical for a couple of years. And, and, and once they brought in the pieces and, and have Aranda and, and, and Joe Brady now with Ensminger, and to watch those guys play, a, I mean, what I thought was a flawless game. And I, and I understand they're not playing Alabama, but I watched every right. game this weekend that I could. Yeah, yeah, me too. And, the explosion off the line and the way they beat up that team. That's a triple option. 91 total yards. I'm just wondering if I'm I'm being too much of a fan or did I see it clearly? And, and I'm normally I'm, – I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of LSU. Don't get me wrong. Right, but I'm right. not – never give them too much credit – yeah, you're not. You're not. You're, you're a fan. You're a fan. But you're not delusional. You're not like, oh, they're gonna win no, a natty champ. Right? No. I understand. I hear you. They looked like a team. I watched. You know, Oklahoma. We talked about, and you know, watched Alabama, and I watched my uh, Raging Cajuns 
put a close one on Mississippi State. I watched some of the talent up there, and and those guys look like horses. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no doubt. <laughs> and I, I think this is scary for the rest of the SEC coming up. I mean, I just it sure is. Oh, Burrow, he threw for almost 300 yards. I mean, five touchdowns, and they beat up. For those that don't realize, they beat up on Georgia Southern, 55-3 to LSU. Did the Tigers look legit, dude? I wouldn't, and Tony, we appreciate the call. I, I wouldn't. I don't think you're thinking over uh, too ambitious here, I, I, Tony. I think your LSU Tigers are pretty good this year. Got a hell of a safety on that team too. It's going to be a top ten pick in the NFL. Grant Delap, he's a tremendous player. So they're a good team, man. Andrew. I mean, I tell you what, LSU is ranked in the AP poll, ranked very high this year, and rightfully so. I mean, they're a legit program that, that's going to make a lot of noise. I mean, they always look the part, right? I mean, they always have the yeah. talent. They always have the individual athletes. It's kind of always putting it together in the end. And they this year, what's different, obviously, is Burrow. I mean, this it's is tremendous. Uh, it's been remarkable how certain programs can't recruit like certain positions. And LSU couldn't stumble upon a quarterback that mm. could settle things down and be, you know, except for the random guy here and there. I mean, it's been a battle finding someone to lead this offense to score points normally, you know, enough to make all that defense stand up. It's Georgia Southern. It's 55-3. It's week one. They've yeah. got Texas yeah. looming this that, Saturday. So let's Saturday, get to that yeah. one and that, talk again. That's, that's going to be right. right. That's it. Right. You just nailed it. <laughs> but, I mean. After they, that, they got a couple weeks where they, they got Northwestern State. Uh, they got they got Vandy. Then they got Utah State. They got some winnable games after Texas. You got to get past the Longhorns. Right. Stuff. And you have, you know, what Yes, what Saturday was, was kind of your spring training kind of tune-up game against yeah. Georgia Southern. Who couldn't, I mean. Who's a legit program? They run the triple option, so there's a, you know it's a different thing to game plan for. Uh, so it can be tough to face them, and they handle that test. And you know, Burrow is the key. Burrow is the key. If they can score points consistently with those athletes on defense, then yeah, they're going to be really, really tough to beat. Absolutely, because they have a friend. The Tigers have a friendly schedule for sure. And like I said, man, uh, Andrew, if they can get pet next week, Texas on the road in Austin, which is going to be an ambitious task. I mean, Texas is legit this year. They look really good. So I, I'm really looking forward to that game, LSU and Texas, for sure. So anyway, so uh, we're going to hit the break line. That's not a cliche. Hit the break line. Not the break line. That's I just made one up. That's good. Listen, that's the, what you're here for. We'll hit the break line here on CBS Sports Radio. It doesn't mean anything, but we're going to do it. You go, that's what you're here for. Nice. <laughs> I hope I'm here for more than that. Uh, we said we're going to talk a little about Auburn, uh, well, the Tigers. We'll get into that here on the other side of the break. we got a lot to do here in the show. Top of the hour, we're going to get into the, the fantasy football draft. Uh, the order we're going to pick live on the radio. We're going to pick the Moose orders. coming in on his off day to oversee the picks. Uh, nope. So, and then we'll do that. Moose uh, Skyping in to oversee the draft. Uh, no. I don't think so. Uh, but anyway, it'll just be you and I, and maybe James will chime in, and Anthony, they're not in the draft, but maybe they want to rip our draft. That's fine. All right, I'm Taz. Andrew's here. We'll be right back. This is everyone's favorite wrestler, RVD. Just want to let you know, you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. <laughs> Ah, yeah, Taz and Angel Bogus sitting there for the moose. <laughs> Getting body shaved over here. I just showed, showed Angel a picture of my kid in the gym. Not too bad for a 20-year-old, right? <laughs> Not too bad for a human of any age. <laughs> How many people think he's going into the wrestling business? I got to show Anthony this picture. Anthony's a big wrestling fan. 
Um, yeah, he's not going to the wrestling. Maybe one day I'll go to the wrestling business. I don't think so. Should be a bouncer, a marshal, or bounty hunter. Dude, he would whoop your ass, my kid. I mean, no disrespect to him, except for Baby Billy. <laughs> Most you people love the would. Baby Billy, yeah. yeah. Baby Billy. Well, yeah, I mean, we began the show with me being excited that my partner was smaller than me on Saturday for football. So oh, when Baby Billy walks around, I look like a giant. I'm all for it. Ah, uh, yeah, that's Baby Billy. Billy, it's tremendous. It's a tongue twister. It's time to ask the pros where you, the listener, gets to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply check out. Uh, the link go to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros or tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag ask the pros. We'll be listening later on to the show. We might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. So anyway, I mean, doing this show, it's like being an attorney. The amount of paperwork. I, I mean, really, I did not go to law school. I mean, I, I did not go to law school, you know, and it's like the amount of paperwork. But I don't complain. You know me. I, I, right. I just grind it out. You're just observing. Yeah, well, yeah, just I like to bring people behind the scenes. I pull the curtain back. That's my gimmick. You know what I mean? That's what I do here. So we've teased this. Uh, we're going to talk about Auburn and uh, and uh, what do you call it? Oregon here. Like, like we're, we're, like we're going to break down this whole game. And it's really not. It's been this big tease, Andrew. And we're just going to talk a little bit about the game. It's not, I mean, but we haven't had a chance to get to it. Was been very busy reading papers. Why am I screaming? I don't know. You're yelling at me like I did something wrong, and I've just been sitting here. I don't even know why I'm doing that. <laughs> well, I mean, thank God Auburn won because otherwise the SEC might have disbanded after this that's weekend. That's a good point. No, that's a good point. A lot no, of ugly losses, lot which of, I love. Of, yeah. I'm a big SEC hater. Are you really? Yeah, See, just, I'm not. But but God, explain. Just at times, it's a little too much. Telling me how like the last team in the SEC would be the best team in the like you just get carried away loving your conference too much. And a lot of times, and I think almost exclusively all the time, the top two or three or four teams might be the two or top three best teams in the country. But then the rest of the SEC is good, but they're not great. And it's not better than the middle portion and the bottom portion of the Big Ten and the Big 12 and some mm. years the Pac-12. So I just think you can you can oversell me on how deep the SEC is. It's certainly not deep this year. Alabama's legit. Georgia's legit. LSU's legit. But at some point, you get to teams that are just that are just teams. And mm. a lot of them were exposed over the weekend in really, some of them, embarrassing ways. Yeah, no, it's, it's tough to argue that. I hear you. I'm, I'm not one of those guys that's an SEC hater, and I'm, I'm from the North. But I, I, I think it's great football as a whole if you're going to you know, stereotype the whole conference. Uh, history shows that they always have great defenses for most of these schools. Yeah, I and mean, the out tradition is legit, and That's the buildings yeah. are. I mean, it's his. I I get it. It's college football. It's it. So many of these story programs live in this conference, right. but on a year-to-year basis on the field, the the sixth team in the SEC isn't guaranteed to be the best sixth team right, in the country right, because right. it's in the SEC. Like. You know, Tennessee losing home to Georgia State is flat out embarrassing. Oh. North Carolina beating South they, Carolina. They, they paid. They paid like it's almost close 950 to nine hundred and fifty. I was close to a million dollars. Unbelievable. And I, what did I? I wrote it down here. What'd you write? Tell me. Eighty-two straight times, SEC teams were twenty-five point or more favorites, and they won until this game. <laughs> oh my god! Twenty-five point underdogs, and wow. Georgia State was two and ten last year. In the Sun Belt, which is not a good conference, so no, they might have been. They were one of the worst teams in FBS last year. Mm. They go to Tennessee and they win. Wow, 
Um, well, Oregon lost the game, by the way, for those that yeah, are not paying that. attention. They so Auburn 20... rescued everything. They, they, yeah. Auburn lost. Uh, basically, Auburn won, I should say, 27-21 to over the Ducks. Uh, going into this contest, uh, Auburn, uh, Oregon was ranked 11th in the nation and in, uh, in Auburn 16. So uh, it was a big deal. <clears throat> Let's take a listen to Gus Malzahn talking about uh, what his quarterback, Knicks, had to do uh, to win the game. You got to make plays, and that's the one thing that he showed, you know, and in all fairness, you know, it was his first start. Uh, he went against one of the better teams in the country in, in this kind of environment. Uh, you know, he did some really good things, but when the game was on the line, uh, he found a way to uh, to win the game, and uh, I think that uh, was real special for, for, for his first start. Yeah, he sure did. The kid played good ball next. Let's take a listen uh, to this young quarterback for the Tigers. Me and Seth hadn't completed many passes. That might have been the only one, if, or might have been the second on that drive. Like I said, it was just a huge moment for Auburn, and I was grateful and glad to be a part of it. It was a huge win. Well, Knicks was 13-31, 177 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Wasn't great, but played good enough to win the game and threw the winning touchdown, you know what I mean? And where Herbert, another guy, a quarterback, I should say, who's very, very hyped and projected to be one of the better guys coming out of college football at that QB spot. He was 28-37, 242 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, um, and threw that Hail Mary at the end of the game, and he, he threw it. Uh, it wasn't a Hail Mary because he threw it out in the playing field. Yeah. You can't do that. No, you might want to keep it in play. you got to keep it in play. Make it catchable by somebody. It's too, too far. You yeah. can't do that. But the, the, you know, the Knicks game, Bo Nix, I mean, that's – it was a game. That How a about fre- that name, bro? What I know. a great name! I know it's a game of freshman plays, right? I think at one point he was nine of twenty-four. Um, the raw numbers are not spectacular, but he made you know three significant plays on the final drive. Runs for a fourth down, converts for a third and ten, and then his co- his head coach puts the confidence in him to make one last throw. And he steps up and throws a perfect strike to the goal line yeah. for the touchdown with nine seconds left. When they it was just, clutch, dude. It was yeah, clutch. and they could have just put it safe and kicked a field goal in one, but right. they went for six and they got it. And um, you know that's that's where you you show your trust. You give him the chance to make a play. If he doesn't make it, then you lose first of all. But right. then you know you're learning from it, or maybe you still kick the field goal anyway. Um, but you know he learns from it. Now he learns from the success. You learn that he can step up in those moments and make those plays. You know, you move forward, he might – he's going to throw in a stinker sure, or two. He's a true freshman playing yeah. in the SEC, so he's going to run into some doozies. Um, but he, in in a big drive, late in the game, on a national stage, in a neutral field, he makes the plays. And once again, a Pac-12 school goes back home to the West with a season-opening loss to the SEC. And again, it's not as drastic as last year with Washington. But they're, the entire outlook on the Pac-12 season – Changes because of one game on the very first weekend of the season, and then you throw in the JT Daniels injury, oh, and the Pac-12 just can't catch a break. Yeah, no, they can't. I mean, SC, their whole thing with that quarterback with JT Daniels going down, blown out in the ACL and the meniscus. I think he has also. He's out for the year. It's a shame. Felt so bad for that kid against Fresno State, I believe that was. But real quick, back to Knicks, you know, and Auburn. Look at um, this kid's 19 years old, Knicks. Okay, Bo Knicks. So and you nailed a lot of of what happened, what's going to happen after this now. This was big for the, the program, for Auburn, but more importantly for this kid's confidence, and that's basically what you just were saying, uh, Andrew. Bo Nix now, he has a, he will have a better swagger and confidence as a young guy. Uh, that's a huge win because he was clutch in the victory on a grand stage. 
you know, on a big stage, you know what I mean, against a big opponent in, in the Ducks in Oregon. So I was very impressed with him, even though his numbers aren't like, oh, my God, this kid's amazing. I feel like his character's built up now. Uh, he'll have better character, I should say, in tighter situations against those better SEC teams. And it's only it's only one game. And it maybe ends up being the only game that he leads a game-winning drive in the fourth quarter of such a big stage. But, I mean, when you're to me, when you're projecting a guy – clutch and big throws and not being overwhelmed, surviving those moments, that's almost the stuff that you can't teach. Like, I'd rather, the fact that he's got that now, and the things you work on are decision-making, footwork, release, accuracy, like the technical stuff that you can teach to a certain extent, like, I'd rather have to teach that than hope this guy gets some you-know-whats in big moments. You know now, at least, it seems like, he's going to step up and do a good job more often than not when you need it, and then you fine-tune the rest of him as he plays two or three more years for you, and you're great. Correct. And the thing is, you know, he's got a couple opponents the next couple of weeks in Tulane and Kent State where he can – it's more of an opportunity for him and his teammates to get to be dominant. They're going right. to win those games and build his confidence and to make a couple of mistakes here and there against against Tulane or against Kent State because then you got Texas A&M. So – you know, which is going to be a, a tougher, tougher situation. He's it's got to play at Florida. Game. He's got to play at LSU as I know, well. He's got to play at Miss State. You know, so uh, oh no, no, you're right. Not, no, Miss State. They're home. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, so it's tough, and um, um, it's a tough schedule. It's the SEC. So, but he's got these two games coming up. He's got a big win over a big opponent that just happened against Oregon, and 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 a neutral site. Okay, in Arlington, Texas, at AT and T Stadium. Now you go and you play. You know, uh, at home. You play Tulane, and then you stay at home, and you play Kent State. They're going to barrel those two teams. I mean, barrel, dude. They're going to roll them out. They're going to smoke them. And this kid, Bo Nix, it's going to be really good for his confidence. And he's 19 years old. He's a baby. You know what I mean? He really is. He's so young. It will never make sense to me. Uh, You know, this weekend watching a 15-year-old Coco Goff play tennis at the U.S. Open and these kids who were just high school seniors last year. And even in the biggest of programs, I mean, you're not you're not on a field full of Division One players, and they walk from that into the Cowboys Stadium I know. against Oregon with all these expectations in the SEC. Uh, the kid Hockmeyer, Bachmeyer, whatever it is for Boise, for Boise State, State goes to Tallahassee yeah, yeah, and yeah. wins. Yep, yep. Uh, I mean, I, I just I can't comprehend having the well, mental capacity to to do things well, like that. Because and you're right, you're right. Because like when. My generation was 19 years old, and your generation was 19 year old. 19 years old, we were different. Okay, it's these. Well, these, and I'm these, just different. Well, no, you are. But I'm saying if you stereotype the age or or the the young athlete today, they're different. They're used to because of social media. I'm not praising social media. What I'm about to say, they're used to some pressure because of social media. Right. Because they're always trying to outdo each other on social media. So at a middle school age, they're doing that. Even before that, when you're just and you're more. You're more famous now these days because yeah. word of you spread. So people pay more attention. They come and watch you. I get that. I, I'm look, I was looking at it more from a personal standpoint because even now, like, there's a long list of reasons why I was never good at sports growing up. But, like, just mentally, like, I, I didn't have that killer competitive edge. I got to, you know, don't hit the ball to me in a big spot. Like, that's just not how my brain worked. So when so at 19, when well, you, you had can no walk, heart, no competitiveness. Yeah, it's no, okay. I, I own it. It's the, it's the truth. <laughs> Like, we lost. Okay, no big deal. I'll go I'm home. Joking, I'll be okay. But it's the, I mean, it's the truth. I was, I, I was, I, I was, I'll say it first. All right. No you can unlock myself. I'm fine. <laughs> I know my shortcomings all over the place. So when 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 these babies can do this, it just it always blows I my know. mind. It is. And 
And you're right. I think you, it's very important what you just said. They, they become famous so quick because of social media. And I meant because the pressure's on them, too, because they're always trying to outdo each other. I know, like, my kid, when he was younger, he didn't get wrapped up in that, the social media stuff when he was, like, in middle school. He had an Instagram account, a Twitter account, but he didn't. He would just post, like, their uniforms on Twitter, I mean, on Instagram. Or, Did he have like, his huddle highlight video up there? Or is... No, he, he didn't have the huddle highlight. He had highlight reels, and he, right. he, made his all, he made all of his own highlight reels. He's pretty good at editing. Put his own music on. He mm-hmm. did all his own highlight. He nice. was doing it for other kids too. He was he, even filming himself. While no, no, playing. he wasn't doing that. Wearing a GoPro. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but he did wear a GoPro in practice once. That's a whole other story. No, but no, he didn't have the huddle thing. He just do like on iTunes. I mean, uh, iMovie, and then send it out to, to programs. All right. So look, we're gonna go to break here. Other side of break, we are gonna get into well. The fantasy football tags and the Moose Fantasy Football League, the live drawing of the names, the list of Moose the order. Is here. No, he's not. Moose. This will happen on the other side of the break. Mark Malusi. It's Taz and Andrew Bogus. We'll be right back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 